The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes. I fucked it because um, I, I, was, I was very aware that I didn't want to spill any wine on the floor as I was setting up uh, the microphone. As, as, as I was carefully adjusting the microphone, I spilled wine all over the floor. So I was a little bit late. A little bit late to this broadcast. I was furiously trying to run around the house, trying to find fucking salt. But um, uh, the wife babes in it, so I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't find it in the kitchen. Um, uh, but which meant I had to bring another bottle up because um, I felt so distraught that I just fucking shared it with the carpet. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so, uh, what are we talking about? Why are we here? Why are we here? Why are we here? So we're talking about Fulham, uh, home, uh, a 2-0 victory at home against Fulham. Um, my first reaction is, how did we get knocked out by the, out the Carabao Cup by these bastards? Yes, it was nine changes that did it. Um, but isn't this uh, just... Um, we've said it before, we've been here before, we've been top of the league in this early stage before. I think I remember Hull City being uh, um, top of the league at some stage in the midst of time and Ipswich Town being in uh, uh, the top one in the midst of time. And look where that got them. Um, I... What, what is kind of nice about uh, us? Like nobody's playing well. I don't think you can anybody. Man City fans, yeah, we're not really there yet. But we know their previous record as, uh, as to how they warm up the season. Arsenal, ah, oh, we haven't really, really, really got it yet. Okay, cool. Um, Liverpool, uh, we're quite good, but we're, we're terrible at the back. So we can't say we've done that well. But with nine games, you can't really, uh, you can't really decide whether. It, it's going badly. Well, but the great thing about us, uh, everybody's misshapen. Everybody is unformed. We are, we form our way through the season. It happens every year. And, um, no, it's said before, it's not how you start, it's how you finish, but we're, we're developing something here. Um, um, but in the process of, um, testing stuff out and getting players to, um, abide by it, we don't have, um, Europe. So it's easier to have those conversations about where you are and how do you fit in the, um, the Ant universe. Um, yeah. So it's been relatively, I, I, and I certainly can't say that I, apart from Burnley, I don't think we've been great, but, Nobody's been great, and that's how it's season really? start. That's how season start. Unless you're Hull, and it's a great season start, and then you end up not winning a game from January onwards. Um, uh, and the Fulham was another, uh, relatively another example. It's very strange this season that we've played so few home games so far. Um, uh, and this one was, um, I think it's only our fourth. Was it only our fourth home game this season? Um, uh, Manchester, Liverpool. Sheffield United. This I can't remember the other one. Whatever it was, so it's very few for, for well, relatively nine. It's not that few, but um, it feels mm. like we've played very few uh, home games. Um, and yeah, Fulham, yeah, uh, Fulham have arrived uh, being completely subservient um, all the way through. So it's hard to. It's hard to make much of it. I, I recall at the time, all I was annoyed about was Palinia fouling everybody um, wantonly without any um, retribution from yeah. Yeah. Um, Anthony Taylor, the referee. Uh, so it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. We're top of the league. It's absolutely incredible. We're seven wins out of nine, for fuck's sake. This is just a, a appallingly mm. wonderful 1960 Jimmy Greaves fucking shit. But because we've kind of been... Didn't, Maybe it was like this in 1960. Maybe, maybe it felt like this as well. It was, uh, it was like, right, haven't really done anything yet. Uh, it's been quite good. Uh, yes, we've had a last-minute shinner for Liverpool, um, which was very, very good, very, very good. But I mean, overall, um, 
it was quite it was quite difficult to break a ten man Liverpool down. Uh, Sheffield United last minute again yeah. turned around was, was brilliant, but we, you know it wasn't wasn't comfy. And I suppose this could be classified as the first relatively comfortable win. Um, Would you say? Yeah, I mean, I mean but for a couple of Vicario saves, which were mm-hmm. uh, which were good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, other than the the biggins at uh, Liverpool games and stuff like yeah. that, I wouldn't I haven't felt particularly nervous no. during games. So no. I don't know. If, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that the players are comfortable, but I've felt quite comfortable more so than ever. Yeah. yeah. In recent years, watching it, thinking, well, you know, it's it's it's, it's going to come because you're actually actually trying stuff but yeah in terms of opposition yeah maybe they are maybe that was it was kind of a one of our easier games yeah and it's just their outlook their outlook on the game was um yeah just completely subservient to us uh i think i think i, I tweeted something about um Romero was just walking around with ball, oh, yeah, he, not he, rolling, yeah. standing still. Um, I think the, the key, the key with that was um, um, the fact that Hoiberg was there, and if Hoiberg is playing, Romero is not going to pass to him at all. It's a waste of time. It's a complete waste of time in, in a tight yeah. area. So I'd rather draw people on and use Hoiberg's talents um, in different ways. Um, where I don't need him collecting the ball off the back four. I, I'll take the centre-back who's facing the play over a guy who's, who's with his back to play. Whereas, Basuma, you like those odds. Like those odds. But equally, uh, the reason he was sent off against Basuma was sent off against Luters because he was being mad-marked and got irritated by the whole thing. So this team, uh, Fulham, can't walk into White Art Lane marking Hoiberg because it would be a complete fucking waste of time. And um, apart from the fact we're not passing to him at all. So we, we avoided him. And we avoided him. And that was useful. That was useful of him. And we used him uh, to his best ability. Um, where, yes, he has the ability to spray a pass here and there. But his basic... Uh, I mean, it's all shit we know already. He's not as good as Basuma. Can't receive the ball um, in tight situations. And... Um, can't spin or take the ball in the half turn or pop balls around corners. You can't really do it. But he has other good things. He scored against Marseille away. It was fantastic um, last season. He scored uh, that very good goal at, um, at home against Liverpool a couple of years back. He can he can do it. But um, in basic uh, dominant football displays of we are better than you and you are not, he doesn't um, he doesn't display those uh, characteristics, um, which is fine. Which is absolutely fine. So. Uh, uh, and, and in a system where Doggy plays central midfield, Poro plays central midfield, um, that can be buried. That can be buried somewhat. Mm. Um, it is truly astonishing how uh, we invert both fullbacks. Uh, Liverpool, Manchester City, well, don't even think about Chelsea because they don't even know who they're starting, who's in their starting eleven. Um, Arsenal only do their left back. Um, it is it, it is it's, it's extremely astonishing for a guy who's fifty seven who has been bouncing around the subcontinent for God knows how long. Who's just walked into the Premier League after doing some shit at Celtic, and. Um, it's gone. You know what? We're just going to double invert, and it's, it's, it's quite stunning to watch. It's quite stunning. To, we're going to get into a situation. I can see it already with Van der Ven. Van der Ven isn't the most natural progressor of the ball, um, um, like Vertonghen would be. Well, yeah, no, he's, not. he's not. He's not. But he has extremely brilliant abilities in different areas. But there's going to come a situation where the the opponent team says, Get, "Leave it with uh, Van der Ven," um, and because that he doesn't have a, a, a doji pass at all, a doji or doggy walks into right centre midfield. It is it is astonishing in a way that Poro doesn't go to left centre midfield. He go he stays in the right channel. 
But Doki walks yeah. way, he walks past Madison, past Hoiberg, sometimes past Saar. Um, and so Van der Ven is slightly a victim of, like, if I get this fucking pass wrong, um, there's going to be a big hole here. So there is an element of we're waiting that way. And it, 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 it's his first time that he's been playing in a, in a big season, a big league, and um, he's going to have to work it out. But at some point, they're going to look, identify that and go, right, leave it with him because he doesn't actually progress, doesn't progress the ball enough. But it'll come, it'll come, it'll come. But I could see that was very, yeah, yeah. very aware that Romero just held onto the ball forever, looked at Hoiberg and looked elsewhere. And he said, I'd rather carry the ball than give it to you and just you give it back to me. I'm going to face the play and have them come on to me. And Hoiberg, you pick up the pieces um, in and around it. If you want to run off people, that's okay. Um, but I'm not going to waste my time giving it to you. So that was good. Son, Son and Madison scored the goal, both from counter-pressing or pressing. Uh, from Bassi. That was the other disappointing yeah. thing. I want a proper goal. I don't want a, a press goal. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I find pressing yeah. goals not real. A few press goals. They don't count for me. <laughs> there was there, there, there was one bit of moment where um, there was like interchange and it was brilliant and then Son and then Doggy should have scored and that that was absolutely brilliant. That was legitimate stand up. Um, take you apart football, which I want to yeah. watch more than anything. And pressing, oh, oh this guy shit on his right foot. I mean, that does, that's not a goal. You should get half a point. Half a point for that. <laughs> it doesn't quite count. And then you've got Tim Reen, who's just falling over the other bloke. Bassey, whatever. No, it's, it's fine. These guys are rubbish. Um, mm. um, yes, we've had the doggy and Saar going off. I think it was precautionary. They knew that already. Uh, yes, it was... Um, it was all the guys who haven't featured much this season, so you would expect it not to be fluid um, in the second half, yeah. particularly if you've got uh, Royale yeah. at left back. Um, he was just um, it's, yeah. in, in that position. He's just a spinning top. He doesn't know, doesn't know where to stand, and he just wobbles about a bit. But that's okay. That's okay. We're still uh, top of it. Top of it. Incredible. 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 It's a, it's a, it's a laughing stock that uh, the fact that you're if you're half decent and not in Europe, my God, my God, is that an advantage? Yeah. It's yeah. almost cheating. It's almost cheating. Yes, we've had a few injuries. Perisic, so, uh, Solomon. Um, that's about it. Pentacle for a while. Pentacle, yeah, for all of last season. Yeah, all that's of the end of last season. Just yeah. left that's, to cover. If you count him as a... Yeah, so there's been, there's been a, a couple. Um, but um, not having Europe is, is, yeah. is, is such an advantage to get into Europe, um, particularly when you're a good team already and all it needed was an outlook perspective change mm. um uh yeah but yeah we've 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 heard it all before we need to see we need to see hill doing shit and to see lacelso doing lacelso came on he had one good run but he's just not up to it he's just not up to it. yeah i don't he think he is. It, doesn't need it and he's just kind of shuffling about like a tourist uh, it, yeah yeah I, uh, he's a miserable old fuck, and, and, and those, those rumours about him were true. That like nobody likes him, all that kind of shit. You saw the, the video. Um, uh, I'll, I'll come come to this later. It's a new section of the show that I like to call is We all have fucking phones, and we all see the same shit. Uh, when Paul Rowe lifts <laughs> lifts up oh, yeah. uh, La Celso into Vicario's arms, that. It's that, that's that, that's but that's the, the kind of microcosm of how he is. He's like shuffling about, doesn't really know, and he has to take. Somebody else has got to take the initiative. So, all right, this is good. We've won a good game. I know you weren't part of it, but fucking hell, and I haven't seen you for three fucking years. Um, although the two guys who weren't even at the club beforehand, but he's done nothing for us, um, and uh, has to be shown the, the, the door to excitement and happiness, and that's that's what Pora did. And then that's why why Pora is an infectious talent and. Um, a great guy to have around the place. So, yes, we are fucked if Madison and Song get injured. Uh, the AFCON and the Asia Cup are, are coming. Uh, Madison will be around, but we don't want to rag him into the ground. Son will be away. Saar will be away. And Basuma will be away. Um, yeah. That, that, and, and so in that sense, you've got to get as many points as you can whilst you can with these yeah. guys because that, that January is going to be, going to be gnarly. Um, 
unless we sign yeah. the people, but I, I, I don't I think see too much movement. Yeah, it's hard to see that's actually doing it because it's just not what we've done for a while. So, uh, you'll get, one, I'd, you'll I'd get like a poro. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there'll be one at least. Mm. Yeah, ideally, another. I mean, it depends if there's injuries occurring at this time. But yeah. you'd like another midfielder, really, whether that's on his list of priorities. Mm. And there might be another centre bank. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, so that that period. Do the does the Asia and AF Afcon do they um overlap? I don't think they're yeah, the same time. At the same time, but they're pretty close. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, it'd be nice if they weren't all out at the same time. Yeah, there might be a week. Um, but I think it is a period because we don't have as many games where there's if we wouldn't. I think they'd only miss four or something. Yeah. Four to, four to six, which isn't ideal. I don't know what four that is. I haven't actually looked at the fixture list. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to get bumpy. Yeah. Benticle is going to have to ideally get up to speed, start hitting the ground run in January. Yeah. Start, yeah. start building his game before that. And, yeah, he'll, he'll got to start getting some minutes. Hmm. Um, yeah, you just got to start blooding them, getting them ready because we're going to need everybody. Yeah, and then a return to the, uh, the, the 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 new section. Uh, we've got phones. We've seen the same shit. Um, you saw the the three goals that he scored in training. Uh, Brian Hill. I saw the one. Oh, Brian Hill. I'm oh, sorry. I see. I saw the Benton Cool one. I saw the, we saw the Benton Cool one. The Benton game was that was cool. That was cool. That, uh, I loved how yeah. Brennan Johnson was standing too close to him, thinking um, he wasn't going to do anything with it. He didn't even. Brennan Johnson didn't get out of the way, and then by the time the ball, the touch had finished, has gone in. Uh, Brennan Johnson <laughs> looks genuinely like a fan on the pitch who's surprised that he's witnessed greatness. <laughs> he must think his dive has gone to heaven. He's fucking mushing around with. Um, Whoever fucking Nottingham Forest players that they have, and multiple. Yeah, I don't rubbish. know. Steve Stone. Steve Stone. Yeah. Gary. Gary Kettle. Um, Ian Wone. He's, he's still there. <laughs> Ian Wone. Ian Wone. He's ruined. He's ruined the night one. Um, so he's been wearing training with bums, and then he sees that, and he genuinely looked like he'd never seen anything like it before. Um, which is yeah. nice. Um, we, we're going to need to see a bit of him soon, but that's okay. He's betting in. Get your flat mm. sorted in fucking Highgate, wherever the hell you are. Uh, uh, Andrew's annoyed by the second half display, but I don't really know that you can say or do much about that amount of changes. You've got, yeah, Sun and Madison went off. Valise came on. Valise is the guy we, we were told we were never going to see until January. And it looks like he is yeah. the understudy to Son um, right now, which is absolutely great. It's absolutely great. It's great to see guys interested, and um, he keeps him interested, and he's not being, yeah. you know, left left to the left to the dark streets of London. Mm. You know, he's 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 been kept warm um, and interested because you can lose people depending on you know what what you like personally. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the, without somebody to pass the ball, it's going to be difficult. Um, if Madison, this is why I said as soon as we signed the fucking thing, and I didn't, I didn't like, didn't like the fact that suddenly we're the Madison team. Um, but it's exactly what we've become. Uh, if we can't, we don't have him. We don't have any football whatsoever, and that can't be right. That can't be right, guys. Yes, uh, he's been quite exceptional, but this is a relegated Leicester City midfielder, who um, you know was fine. But, you know, he's 26 and arrived. That's like being yeah. 57 as a manager. It's what the hell? <laughs> Where have you been hiding? Um, obviously, he's just had a, some kind of switch in his head that, I don't know whether he's a children, I don't know what the, where the fuck it is. I think um, he has had a kid. Yeah, whatever it is. He's really? had twins yeah, or something. He's had one and had two, two, twins. Um, and he's just kind of switched on a bit. Um, but, yeah, he has been... He has been brilliant for us, but I can't believe that this is all we have. Um, um, uh, I've enjoyed uh, Kulu's availability, 
this season and the fact that he's just really toughing it out. Um, really it's fucking is. Absolutely ragged him. We are, we are. And Jeez. he's toughing it out. And yeah. um, uh, he did well against Robertson, who's extremely quick, much quicker than he is, but he, yeah. in close combat, um, Kulu, Kulu can come out um, on top as, as he did quite a few times, which is great. Uh, with Charlotte, we haven't spoken about, um, uh, he's getting loads of assists. Uh, he's involved. Yeah. Um, uh, if you look yeah. at his, his goal scoring record, it has never been high. So I don't know. We, we're not. It's never going to be high. So um, get what you can. Get what you can. Get what you can. You get a, a thief. You get a harrier, a hustler, a, a borderline criminal who steals goals. And, and in big games, and as long as we are playing big in rubbish games, this is a complete, complete waste of game. But, but big games with that kind of temperament, it really does go go quite a long way. Um, yeah. And we just have to see how that goes with uh, us. But, you know, he's, he's been in around big games. He knows what a big game looks like. Um, he gets the, 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 the stone face on and he's, he's, he's absolutely brilliant. And he's, he's such an irritant to play against that it's absolutely vital for us. And you know, don't compare him to Kane. Don't even bother. Um, yeah. Comparing to anybody else who doesn't have um, an off the ball game as capable as he does, um, he's great. He's great. He's great. He's, he's unique. He's unique. Um, uh, lack of goal scoring. Um, not a winger. Uh, kind of an attacking defender up, up front. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> It takes it takes all sorts, but uh, yeah, yeah. So he's he's been fine. He can stay. He's, he's he's okay. And he would have been in the fucking team if Solomon and bloody Perisic was around. It's, it's incredible. And the uh, Brennan uh, Johnson was fit. Um, so there we have it. Um, what I found interesting is the comments today about uh, from Ange saying that the defence had been playing well, but the, the attack had not been playing well. This is shit that we were talking about weeks ago. I said the great thing about yeah. what Ange has brought to us team is the, the defensive solidity, but I, I don't see that there is no relentless attacking thing that I'm seeing here. I see a relentless willingness to play our football and never deviate from that path. That's that's where yeah. the relentlessness comes from. We never stop. That's we never stop playing the way we want to play. That's the way it is. It's, it's not we never stop attacking until there's there's um, a, a bloody nub for an opponent. Uh, so he's saying that defense is covered. Cool, cool. This is great. I need to see more from our forwards. Um, um, which essentially is Kulu and charlatan scoring more goals because uh, uh in a month or so we're going to need you guys to score um so uh yes we talked about Saar and doggy going off it seemed like it was precautionary uh which is great yeah. because we're yeah. playing a, a fast turnaround you know we had the the benefit of after an international break playing the last game of the weekend and then um having that thrown in our face with our friday night kickoff for a monday i don't think i've ever seen that before a monday night and a friday night perhaps it's i can't remember when. it's yeah, yeah. I remember when. it might have happened to burnley who knows Hmm. Um, which leaves us oh let's do a little Vic yeah Paulinho had a um, brilliant save that was absolutely astonishing mm -hmm. he's been great all the way through um, I can't believe that um, it got to the stage at the end with Lloris it, it was like any shot <laughs> on goal was a goal it felt like it yeah yeah, yeah. it felt yeah. like that towards the end but with this no guy he actually loves he loves saving balls. He loves um, the, the Palinha header when uh, Kulu got slightly underneath the ball and Palinha beat him to it. We got a very firm um, header to Vicario's left. Vicario sees it late and yeah. he dives, but his arm dives backwards. So he goes slightly forward, but his arm goes backwards because he can't, yeah. he couldn't physically, if he went straight, he'd miss the ball. So he had to arc his arm back to make it. Um, amazing stuff. It's the stuff that you see Alisson do. Like routinely, we'll score. We'll save two or three um, headers, uh, saves like that every game. Um, yeah. 
and their routine their routine it's like other people who put the ball down for a goal kick is it's that easy for him it's like take a shot on goal that's exactly what i'm here for that's what i love doing uh, i would have got bored if there wasn't a decent shot and and vicario has that same ability where he loves being shot at yeah i think um, he very much likes goalkeeping which is a very 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 big benefit to having a goalkeeper rather than um, oh, yeah. you know like in Saturday morning football where you get a guy who, who's drawn the shorts draw and he goes no shots it's it's, it's the opposite it's yes shots more shots <laughs> give me shit to do um, and, yeah, you know, yeah no, he's I good. appreciate it he's good yeah, yeah. he's good so I'll give him that um, uh, Crystal Palace next no Eze no Elise for Crystal Palace could you not get a better scenario where the football gods are going, mm. Mm. we're going to give you every opportunity now to rack up as many points as you can um, before AFCON. Um, Crystal Palace have absolutely nothing without those two players. Like absolutely nothing. It is, it's the equivalent yeah, of someone who Madison not playing for us. But like we, we could do stuff. And yes, we do have forwards. I think the... Um, I was listening to a Spurs pod and they had a Fulham fan on there and they were saying, God, the amount of uh, attacking riches that the Spurs team has is, is astonishing. And I suppose it, it, it does when you have Vinicius. And <laughs> who's the other guy? Raul Jimenez. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I suppose I suppose that, that is accurate assessment. Um, yeah, Uli, Son, Charlton, Madison. Oh yeah, yeah. Brandon Johnson's come on. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's pretty good for other people. You know, it's not it's not necessarily what Liverpool have got at the moment, but we're better at the back. So mm. overall, overall. Um, the balance is um, a little bit more agreeable for Spurs. So Crystal Palace, they haven't really done that much. Uh, all I know is that Essie and Elise aren't playing. Um, it's a Friday night away. Um, I think we've... By the same token that we, we haven't really played that well, we've played fine. But it would appear that everybody yep. else has played a lot worse. Uh, we, uh, we played fine, fine, fine. You know, yeah. it, it isn't it isn't so far away from good content. It isn't so far away. Um, and it's it's fine. It's fine. We just got better players doing better things, and um, they've never they haven't tasted um, the bitterness of defeat yet. So it, it all. They're all riding the crest, crest of a wave um, at the moment, which is great, which is great. Um, vibe's good. Everybody's falling over themselves, loving positive. Um, oh, we play back four now. Uh, all the bums are gone. Uh, so, oh, sorry, Ahoy um, Piag, who, who's the master... Um, chameleon that he is no matter you know whatever the, the manager says he'll do it and um i think um Ange can spot a bullshitter and so uh he's seen how hoiberg behaves with like, Mourinho's and um conte's and it's he's, he's always been the teacher's pet for these guys and um after finishing eighth last season um is perfectly justified to not hang hang the hat on on this kind of fella, and uh, going in a completely different direction uh, with players that we already had at the club. So it's not it's not it's not absolute genius. I heard today that Yadinak is doing uh, defensive stuff, and Ryan Mason is the attacking guy. Um, um, uh, yeah, so um, I don't know how that I don't know how that works. That's not material. I don't know how that works. Um, and so it's just so. Yes, you hear rival fans talking about how uh, we played the worst teams. Uh, somebody put up a video about all that. And all the good chances that teams haven't scored against us this season. <laughs> 
Fernandez. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, a lot of those sorts of things would be like just good saves against teams where, yeah. you know, if Sheffield United's and your Burnley's and all that sort of stuff, if he's making mm. enough good saves to the game, it makes, well, it suggests that it was hardly a particularly one sided game in the first place, but the result yeah. might suggest it was. But then, you know, having a goalkeeper routinely making saves is, um, isn't that what the best? Isn't that what teams that win shit have? Yeah, yeah. And after a while, you stop even thinking about him making no save because he makes them so regularly. Whereas, as you say, with Hugo, we got used to saves not being made so regularly. It didn't even seem like his fault anymore, but it was just nothing, nothing. No. Nothing. No. Don't say anything. So he gets subbed off against Newcastle, 5 0 down at half time. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it didn't feel like he was particularly at fault for any of them, but it didn't feel like he was an obstruction in any way. He offered no resistance whatsoever. Uh, yeah. he, was a, he was a small just, pile of Marlboro red ash. It's just a, a red um, mist on, on the, the goal line. Mist on the goal line, line exactly. Yeah. So it's, I, I don't care if teams have had chances. I mean, that's kind of what's been said about the way that we're going to be playing the football anyway, is that we are going to concede chances, but it's uh, not that we just expect that to happen and encourage that to happen, but the idea is to create more chances up top than to concede yeah. behind. And yeah, as I said, I don't think we've got too much to worry about in terms of the defensive stuff. I mean, certainly the pairing looks just perfect yeah. in terms of the, the attributes and just the, the fact that one of them is absolute grease lightning is uh, always always extremely useful yeah he, he always runs around he he appears to me as if he's got a, another gear available every every time he goes yeah because his first yeah. the first few yards aren't quick and you're thinking oh dear and then like so five to ten yards He's off. Yeah. He's off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's gone. It's, um, yeah. It's, it's a horrible thing. And so, you, you, yeah, that's great. Poro Romero van der Ven Yadogi. That could be um, uh, Walker, Aldevarod, Vertonghen, Rose. Um, Why not? Like a back four that you remember. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's their first season of doing anything together. And, and I suppose it's, I suppose it's just, uh, you know, as a footballer, you know, you, you, you turn up and you're constantly playing with players that you've never fucking met before. And um, it's, it's completely arbitrary now, whether it works or it doesn't. And sometimes it does and you don't know why. Uh, and sometimes it doesn't. So it's it, it somehow as, as well. And in any other situation, any other organization, this wouldn't be allowed to work. Um, and there's plenty of time for it not to work. But right now, uh, you're hard pressed. It's the best. The best left back in the league is a doggy. Uh, who's the who's the best right back? Is it is it Trent? I don't know. He doesn't even play there. Um, it's a Trippier. But, Trippier. Fucking hell! Really? Okay, it could be. Him. I think just in terms of numbers. I think it's just oh, in terms numbers, of numbers. Okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Newcastle scoring lots of goals, but they're not, they're not great at the back end. Uh, Romero, he's the best right centre back in the league. I think, I think he is. And Van der Ven's walked in, and he's he's close to Van Dyke's Gabriel. Uh, uh, Martinez, who has been injured. Um, did you hear the fucking that uh, De Gea might be given a short-term contract at United? United are behaving like a Sunday morning team where they don't even know who's turning up at yeah. any given point. Yeah. Like people just come and go. People are criminals. People are going to jail. People are being ostracised and sent to funny countries. It's like what? What? How are you going to manage any of the guy you you essentially refused? You essentially essentially you sacked. Um, by not renewing Basically. his contract. Now uh, you're looking at him. He's having tea tea and coffee with uh, the Manchester United back four last week. So he's been hanging around Manchester for about two months, three months. <laughs> <laughs> like every, as soon as training's finished, just hanging out with Lindelof mm. and one Basaka. And I, it's just such a strange... And so there... So and they, they, they've just about got through the Copenhagen game yesterday with fucking Madison and then Arna scoring 
Anana saving a penalty. Um, oh, yeah, that's what penalty saves. And if you're shit, just being stretched by the Champions League is just such a pain in the ass because you're being humiliated at every turn all of the time. And very, very quickly, people can't. Because they're so bored of saying the same things, they, they just go, please sack the guy because I actually have no more material. And that's what I found with a lot of lot of pundits. I don't know, I don't know how, um, yeah, people are paid to be flown around the world to watch stuff, but how bored of their own opinions they get so quickly. So we're only nine weeks in. And yeah. you can hear pundits in their voice go, I have nothing else to say about this Manchester United team. Please sack him so I have something else to say. Because by, by him and them playing exactly the same way every single week, it makes me look bad. And uh, I want to appear like I'm a pundit or a commentator or a summarizer who has an idea of the world and uh, interesting hot takes every week. But because this guy's here every week, uh, it's making me look bad. Please, please sack him. Which is, which is absolutely shocked. I even heard like Tottenham, like Tottenham pods, like just slightly bored of this whole thing. You're like, well. Do you not remember what it was like only four week, four months ago? It's, it's just such a strange. Yes, it's brilliant. It's the early season, and it's hard to take anything too seriously. Um, but uh, but then, then the other guys who just go, "Well, I just just love my team again. I can't believe I'm reconnecting." I, I think that's also bullshit. That's also bullshit. You're like you're like a. I don't know, some kind of, uh, I can only liken it to a, um, a housewife that's been ignored by her husband and, uh, and the postman takes an interest. It's like, it, it's just the postman. It's just the postman. <laughs> if you weren't being ignored by him, you wouldn't find that interesting at all. It's not interesting. The guy just delivers a thing through the letterbox. So there's an element of that with Spurs fans. Like, oh, my God, I just can't believe I'm so connected to my team again. That's just bollocks. That's bollocks. <laughs> You're just, just this jilted human being who's slightly jaded, and, and any sign of interest from any dickhead milkman or whatever it is that you're, you're, you're suddenly thrilled and the, the, the world is rosy and food tastes better and the air is fresher and all of that kind of shit. So I, I totally appreciate what Andrew's done. But like I said at the beginning, this is a fucking open goal. We were on our knees. We were at death's door. Uh, it was dark and miserable. So, but what a great platform for anybody who shows any resemblance of, of, um, of sunshine and even then Ange Postacoglu is quite an, uh, a curmudgeonly uh, awkward motherfucker who yeah. uh, doesn't hang out much and doesn't speak to people that much and, and, but, but no he's not Conte he's not saying that everybody's rubbish and we must suffer we're not doing that he doesn't say suffer <laughs> All the time. So, oh my God, he must be really, such a fun guy. And even his grumpy stuff, everybody goes, oh, what a guy. What a guy. Real card, that guy, isn't he? Oh, it's just fantastic. Just a fantastic way. Just clearly, obviously grumpy. But we're going to kind of dress it up as, oh, he's a card. I, I, just, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. But great, wonderful. So, you've got the board pundits talking about one thing and then you've got the jilted uh, housewives who, who are being ignored by the and then this fat postman turns up and suddenly uh, they got a skipping us skipping us that um you know i'm not buying any of that shit it's great it's brilliant um, i mean it's incredible that man is 57 years of age who's done nothing in the game um, who suddenly walked into this thing and, and Daniel Levy's gone, hey, every, all these fans love him up in Scotland. This guy's he's incredible. He's going to be, and people don't like me, so I'm going to get a guy that everybody likes and get him down here. And he's going to say that, uh, I said before, that uh, so at, one, at some point, Andrew Boscolotto's going, you know what? I'm bored of being the human shield for you. Uh, you build another block of flats behind the fucking stadium and then have some protesters walking around. Um uh, but everybody's going to believe that I'm this this wonderful human being that has de delivered uh, sunshine and, and back to the stadium. But really, it's just it wasn't Conte. I know Conte is morbid, but it's it's, it's 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 very easy to seem like the happy guy after that, after uh, a vendetta, man, vendetta. Uh, <laughs> 
so yeah this this is this is this is where we find ourselves so i'm not having any of that fucking that's uh, bullshit that we're top of the league and yes if everybody scored their chances would be seventh and our xg is seventh and um we've got big players going to the afcon and the asia cup or asian games whatever it is um uh this is this is incredible what's that it will be 15 points clear by then. It's, uh, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Fine. Yes, we win tomorrow night. Five points clear. Five points clear. I don't think we would have ever seen that. Have we ever seen no. that? At this no, stage of the so. season? Not even in the 60 season. Um, no. Maybe it was. But I, I, I doubt it. Uh, to go far... <laughs> What a mockery! What a mockery of the, the of the league! Um, it is. It's slightly we ridiculous. Go eight eight wins out of ten. Yeah, something like that. Um, something. Like that. Yeah, something like that. Oh, it's uh, all the while everybody's fumbling around the Champions League and Europa League and Europa Conference League for fuck's sake. Um, where we would have been in a situation like last year where we were scrambling around for players. and Because oh, we, 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 we went down to the last game, didn't it, in, in the Champions League. We had to go to the velodrome and, and get something. Um, yeah. My God, does that stretch you. And we were doing quite well in the yeah. league at that point as well, before World Cup. Mm. Uh, yeah. Did you see that wonderful video? I don't, this is completely unrelated. Um, I don't know who did this. Um, somebody will follow. But there was the 1990 World Cup. Uh, Argentina. And the Italian fans are booing the Argentina. <laughs> Everybody else is trying to sing it through like pursed lips and like looking around. The eyes are darting. And then you've got Maradona just facing the other way. The end goes, fucking pooters. Look at all these pooters everywhere. He's just spinning around, you pooters. <laughs> Everybody's stony eye, shoulders back, head straight, eyes thousand yards ahead. Maradona, right at the end, the last guy, his head spinning around, fucking putters. It was brilliant. It was, just, it was brilliant. I don't remember that at the time. Yeah, um, yeah it's it Yeah, it is. Fucking high as a kite, just putters. Oh, yeah. He would have been absolutely steaming. That's great. So, uh, it's a slightly un unscheduled um, chat. Is that we've, um, um, for our adoring, adoring listeners, we've just come back from a five-a-side tournament in Barcelona. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a veterans tour. Um, a lot of fun. Meeting a lot of uh, former teammates, old guys, old boys that we used to run around with quite a lot back in the day. Uh, what the fuck happened? <laughs> we we, we yeah, bombed out. Well. We got, just for, just a, a bit of context, we bombed out of the group stage. Was it last or second last out of six? And I think I think we finished dead last in the end. Oh my god. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. And that's an interesting yeah. thing, isn't it? That's, that's that was a momentum, a momentum thing. So I think we we lost the first game four one or something. Yeah. Yeah. The first game I think was one 0 I think that was a tight one. That was a tight one, was it? Um, yeah. And then I think we did quite yeah. well. I can't, I can't remember the order of it. There's a couple of no. games where and we did we, find. I but, remember there was well, a team well, from we, Lancashire that we definitely thought we could win and lost to those guys, and then we knew that was that. Uh, oh god, yeah, there's some bundle over the line, which yeah, yeah it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, well, we we turned up, and then we suddenly said that they're playing with um, futsal balls instead of actual actual know, proper footballs. footballs. Yeah. So that that, that messed with us a little bit. It just changes. It's the first three games. I'm just getting the ball stuck under my feet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just being able to move with it, and that's crazy. Because you, you look on um, my Instagram; is full of foot, futsal 
videos of these guys like running the ball over and over oh, yeah. the studs, 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 studs running around. And, but that's um, it, yeah, yeah. Once I started just using the sole of my feet, it was fine. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't. It wasn't getting anywhere. No, but yeah, it was. Uh, no. Yeah, it wasn't the finest, finest yeah. display. But I, uh, yeah, yeah, it was difficult. So, because we, <laughs> so Barcelona, I love. So just, again, just a bit of context. context. Uh, we we've been going on tours for for ten years, maybe more, maybe long, thirty, whatever it is. I think more now. And we've yeah. been everywhere. Uh, Berlin, Prague, Barcelona, uh, Loretta Mar, somewhere, 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 lots of different places. Amsterdam, loads of times. And they're always brilliant, always brilliant. We started with 11s and then we kind of reduced down to fives, which is absolutely fine. It's great. Sometimes we go there with, with two teams. And uh, they're the best thing ever. But this, I can't believe we haven't done Barcelona before because I love the city. It's on the beach. It's just a perfect thing. Um, it, it was the last weekend before the really cold weather came in because I, I watched uh, Barcelona play. Um, who the fuck was it? Athletic Bilbao, I think it was. Last weekend, so it was a weekend after um, we were there. And when we were yeah. there, we were in the med. We were in the med getting stung by jellyfish. It was gorgeous. <laughs> 30 degrees. It was amazing. It was amazing. Muscle beach was going. It was fantastic. Um, and we were down was, there. Bicep curling a brick. Bicep curling a brick. Uh, that dude. Um, yeah, it was great. It was great. And so, but uh, that Friday before the tournament, so the tournament's on Saturday. The Friday before the tournament, we're, uh, on the Thursday, we scoped out this place to play a bit of football. It's the Barcelona FC. And Barcelona FC is like the little village, uh, the football team in the little village. Um, uh, it's a little Barcelona, essentially. So we went down to the AstroTurf pitch, uh, their little stadium, went into their um, uh, trophy trophy room, their kind of, their kind of clubhouse, where yeah. they would all go have beers after. There's lots of like tin pots everywhere. But it was great. 1930. We went down on the pitch. Nobody stopped us. The game was open. Nobody asked us for money. Nobody asked us to fuck off. And we just kicked the ball around until uh, these other kids uh, came on to play afterwards. And it was, uh, yeah, five minutes from the beach. You get off. Get, uh, we went to Barcelona to the uh, little um, shop. Um, not like a club shop. Don't get the wrong idea. This is just like a little community cafe. <laughs> Uh, went in there, got some fucking Lucasades, whatever the hell they have, and um, went off to the beach and had a swim. And it was, um, and it kind of, yeah, as you get older, you get more um, nostalgic about this kind of shit. But the fact that, that we would have that event in that space and playing at that small football team, where that small football team guaranteed somebody that played for Barcelona would have played on at some point. It was just, um, uh, it was just nice to reconnect. It was like a, um, a football heritage tour. Um, and yeah. completely impromptu, yeah. not planned, not organized, not paid for, just completely free. Uh, just walk into Barcelona FC and kick a ball around, uh, um, shake off the, uh, the hangover um, so that you can get back on it um, really quick. And quite a few of our contingent didn't make it down there or were slow, uh, but it was about five of us who did it. Uh, I ended up all creeping towards the shade. Uh, but in fact, doing that, going to the, the, the clubhouse afterwards and then going to the beach uh, and getting back on the beers before we played an, an, an abortion of a, of a, of a, of a tournament, <laughs> uh, which was great. Because to, to me, it's, it's all the other shit now. It's got to that point where it's like, yeah, it's fine. There'll be, there'll be small glimmers of, of football that I enjoy. And that, that's great. Like most of it is just the chatting to other team members, other teams take the piss out of other guys. Like it, it seems that with these five-a-side tournaments that we play in nowadays, there's always one set of Moldo Moldovan prison guards that you've got to play against. <laughs> you have a squad of 30. Yeah, units, a lot of them. Absolutely <laughs> units, and with, yeah, with all the same scar across their eyes. It's just, it's just <laughs> incredible cutthroat comments. 
Um, yeah, and love the guys, which so many of them. Yeah, yeah, there's so many, there's so many. Constant substitutions. Uh, we're we're walking on, going, ah, oh, do you fancy playing up front this one? Yeah, got it. Give it a go. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> But the lovely thing about this sports club out uh, up in the hills, it's like up in the hills of Barcelona where we played this tournament. Um, the beers were two two euros fifty. And the night before, we just got skanked about two hundred quid on you know on, on beachfront beers, but it's the same old fucking Alhambra beer. But up there in the mountains with a great view. We got one brilliant photograph of like a team. Team photo. Oh yeah, the <coughs> backdrop. The backdrop, incredible, absolutely incredible. Yeah. This is no tourist trap. It's just just this kind of uh, football pitches dug into the mountains in the in the side of the side of a hill. Uh, but yeah. two euros fifty, hanging out there, talking to some randoms, but mostly English blokes. Um, playing there. Some blokes that I'd played with um, on the marshes years before, but I didn't quite remember. Just yeah, some guys yeah. who were slightly looking at me funny. Um, yeah. wait, waiting for me to say, oh, hello, whoever you are. Until somebody else tells me, you, you know, you played with him. Like, oh, Christ. Did I... <laughs> <laughs> and you were genuinely popping a cork yeah. on the side of the pitch. Uh, <laughs> so having that conversation. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? oh, 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 lovely. Let's celebrate. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just great. All that chat, all that chat, and um, you know, you know, you're a bunch of forty somethings, and some one guy comes over. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, did you? Did your team just give up that that entire match? There, did they? Because it looked like it just gave up. Is that, is that a fair yeah, assessment? Is that a fair assessment? It was definitely one game. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one game where we definitely didn't communicate to each other that we gave up, but individually no. we all No, no. That, that's the yeah. unique perspective of the, the people on the side of the pitch. Like, we have really, really poor all the hallmarks of uh, complete submission. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you saw that. Oh, you yeah. saw that? Yeah. I wasn't quite sure. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure that we did. Yeah. And that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, there's a couple yeah. of our party that couldn't make fine. it. Um, uh, we've, uh, we've immediately booked Prague next year. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was just brilliant. And, and like, like it's always been, I suppose, uh, the football was just a fragment of the, of, of, of the good time, particularly when you're, you're playing in, in, in advanced years. Um, you do, you do oh, what yeah. you can, you do what you can. Mm. Um, uh, but it's still it's still it's, it's exceptionally fun, and I'm going to keep running for as long as I can to um, en enable that time. We had a couple of 50 year olds in there. Who yeah. uh, one of the 50 year olds, unfortunately, <laughs> Harry, um, you, you played very well at Barcelona the day before, <laughs> and we made yeah we thought that you were going to replicate that, but uh, <laughs> so it's. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy who does it in yeah. training, and then you give him a start. Harry, like, ah. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen you in years, so that was cool. Uh, yeah. Alan, Alan, that was cool as well. Uh, various third-degree burns on your legs as, as, <laughs> yeah. as soon as you walked onto the pitch. Um, that was the most memorable thing about him from the last tour was that he basically lost a kneecap on AstroTurf and yeah. uh, this yeah. time he, he fully committed. He went he, full knee slide. He went full knee slide. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you pull out of a tackle? <laughs> mm. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Um, uh, yeah, but times. it was brilliant. It was brilliant. We bombed out. Um, we didn't even stay around for the drink ceremony, did we? We didn't even go. We didn't even go. No. We didn't bother. No, Fuck it. Bother. It's pointless. It's no. pointless. It's pointless. It's just like an organised kick around. Um, unless you win it, you don't fucking <laughs> hang around. Uh, yeah. But it's brilliant. It was brilliant. We're going to do it again. Uh, Prague next year. Um, and um, yes, we're not talking about Tottenham. Uh, but that's nice that's no. nice but it gives you an idea it gives you an idea so the people that you're listening to right now are still active ballers active we're only oh. active one time a year and it's for these <laughs> things that you just for the gosh, gosh we're but we're active 
We're not dickhead fans who just sit there and um, have no idea about the game anymore. We're still doing it, still doing it. Um, yeah. We're talking to you as players, as ballers, motherfuckers. Uh, even even if uh, the, the, the balling is a fragment of our time. But, um, but you must always retain true. that. I think you must always yeah. retain that as a viewer of football. Um, uh, I think I was, I was a while back, I was listening to Joe Cole was doing some bits and he's, he's, he's basically um, unlistenable, but um, he, he advised that um, as a pundit, just remember that as a footballer, um, most football is are mistakes. Every event is a mistake at some point or other. And so your game is full of mistakes. And so you can't look at it as, oh, well, he's not doing this or not doing something. Like it's, it's all it's like this, this, this huge morass of uh, nexus of mistakes and, and failure all over this shop. And you just do what you can while you're there. Um, um, so that's, that's, that's the, basically the way to look at it. You can't look at a player as just, oh, well, they're not producing this, this, or this. It's just, yeah, you know, um, we do what we can, and we're quite good, but uh, it might be a bit shit, but we'll get through it. <laughs> we'll get through it. So when I hear that shit for the most Richarlison gets, it's like the man's, the man's incredible. The man's an incredible player. Um, yeah, um, again, it depends on what you're kind of demanding of footballers, and it's, it's certainly in terms of numbers, it becomes very numbers driven in terms of what you kind of expect from players. But then there are things that aren't counted, calculated, and can't really be quantified that yeah, happen on yeah, the football yeah, yeah. pitch, and players yeah. that do certain things that the, the numbers won't support. I remember watching yeah. a, it was a fucking. It's like Damien Camoli led Opta Index uh, speech or, or presentation, sorry, I think to a bunch of scouts. And essentially he was talking about how this is a couple of layers of statistics back, but how when Luke Modric was at Tottenham, the data and analysts at that point, which I think they only looked at goals and assists. So, right. uh, you know, the, yeah, the pool of data was pretty small. Uh, but apparently they were kind of constantly saying to Camoli, like, we need to, we need to shift Luca. Like he's like just just get what we can. Like we'll make a profit and everything, but he's not the guy. Yeah. And then supposedly on the back of that, Damien Quaid is like, "Well, you're obviously all wrong. So we now need to create kind of a new level of statistics that covers some of the things that happened outside of goals and assists. But I think there are still certain things that you'll never be able to quantify. And uh, the stuff that Richarlison does, as you say, is the skullduggery and just the constant harassment and the stone face and all of that stuff does and he's, he's a competent footballer with it so all of that stuff <clears throat> combined is uh, it's, it's, a, it's a useful asset it's a useful asset but if you start looking at it on paper and you'll be like absolutely well I mean he's got a couple of assists so that, that does that does make it a bit easier to yeah suggest him for selection but there's yeah there's there is stuff to him beyond with the ball it's kind of another one of those guys off it he's uh, there's a balance of how good you are off the ball and on it it's a scale almost and uh, he's tipped slightly more in the off the ball side of things but yeah no he's useful he's definitely got a purpose to to serve and as I say he'll steal some goals in some big exactly. games exactly he'll achieve some goals um, yeah do you think that the because only now have we gone apparently we've gone to a proper data model we've got this dude what's his name Langer whatever the fuck it is but do you think it was because it's Modric defied all statistics that we've it's taken us ten years to actually uh, trust data again? So if that you get that seems guy, to be a suggestion certainly Modric, from David Camoli who's basically yeah. saying yeah yeah he's Modric basically saying well data. just. Yeah. Yeah. And then you sack yeah. all your analysis, all your analysts immediately going, right, I don't care what your analysis says. This guy defies all of that. And so, yeah. I mean, ten, 10 years later, if we decided, you know what, maybe we should go back to uh, um, data analysis because um, we don't have a Modric. Um, and until we get a guy who yeah. walks in and defies it, uh, we have to, um, you know, uh, average up. 
I think that's a lot of what the data analyst stuff is, is the averaging up. It does go to ridiculous levels, even on that uh, presentation, it was kind of talking about things outside and progressions and ball recycling and all that sort of stuff. Um, and now it's gone beyond that. So I think there definitely is a lot of useful stuff in terms of you, if certain players are putting up certain numbers in certain things consistently, and if it matches up with other things, kind of like yards covered and all that sort of shit, then you could probably build a fairly decent picture of the guy that you're getting. Whether they then have that extra little something, uh, I suppose that's the eye test, isn't it? That one. That's the eye test. But also, it's the blend. Yeah. What? So that's the un, like, all of those things individually can work, but it's how the the parts work in association with the others. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. And so that that that's the that's the intangible. Like you might yeah. be good at this, but that, your your best bit of your game takes away from the weak the weakest part of this guy. So your your the blend is wrong. So and also yeah. the, your your weakest points in, a, in 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 a different team make it your strongest points depending on who the guy standing next to you is. Um, so that's yeah. why we seem to have got lucky with the blend of our lot. Is that everybody seems to complement each other as it is with no significant injuries. Um, and that's the, that's the yeah, that's great, kind of what I was alluding to with the um, Romero van de Ven yeah. combination. Like two Romeros together is, no. I mean, that's potentially um, Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, and two van de Ven's together doesn't work if, if it's a right footed yeah. one, but you kind of need that blend of the different attributes. One who can essentially clean and get rid of the corpses and one who creates them. Mm. And uh, that's, yeah, you, the, again, the data, I suppose, would have to, to take that sort of shit into account when you're trying to build a, an 11. Yeah. Uh, you just want certain uh, numbers in all sorts of different places. And I suppose that's why you kind of get, that's why we've got lucky, because we did, we've got all of these st uh, statistic, uh, statistical um, outliers, but we don't know how their statistics work with the, the, the guy's data next to him and yeah. so they're oh, yeah, spinning, yeah, out, they're spinning out results they're spinning <laughs> they're spinning out data themselves between in the in, in development and the interrelationship of their their, their their work and spitting out completely different numbers in combination um but but completely unpredictable because you you couldn't have predicted Nobody could have predicted that this would have been our back four. Anybody at the start, at the end of last season, that we would have had this back four with this goalkeeper. So we. So the yeah. reason why we've stolen a march is that yes, they're quite good, but we didn't know that the blend would work, and we didn't know that we wouldn't get injuries, and so we've stolen a march from people. Now people are looking at it and go, "Fucking hell, what's going on with these boys?" And then there's a lot of scrutiny. Now, like all, um, like all successful teams. Um, I suppose Pep Guardiola has been the one where he is constantly changed. He's constantly moving. He's constantly fleeing the, the crime scene, that guy, um, with new developments. Um, and now culminating with a team of back, uh, back four centre-backs, which is something <laughs> you would never... Yeah. You've never quite... And so there's, an, in a way, there's a, there's a, uh, he's kind of working out, you're in a position of strength already. You can tinker with something when you know you've got all the better parts. You've got the better constituent parts than any other, any other team. You've already won four fucking yeah. leagues. Then you can start fucking around. You can galaxy mind it. Um, knowing that you could just buy a 200 million way, way out of the thing. And you've already stolen a march on the rest of the league for the last five years. Um, so now you're putting stones in there. Who was always a balling centre back, but not the best yeah. defender. Yeah. Um, Ake was Ake was a surprise, but Diaz, he just spent loads yeah. of money, and that's fine. Gavardio, he just spent loads of money, that's fine. Yeah, Rodri, yeah. that was, you know, and you know, De Bruyne, and but yeah, and then Haaland, and now it's 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 so. But they've uh, moved on from the Mares, and now we've got Doku. 
So there's mm. a lot of things there that they've got to kind of get going. And in the same way that they don't play De Bruyne for the first three months of the season because you're getting older now and we know you can't um, or have enough deputies to keep us close. And then in the in the run-in where we need you to uh, be the difference maker, you can you can come in after you've you've had your nice time off. Um, yeah. But you're not going to have all the time in the world with De Bruyne now. Um, I had the no, Saudis no, circling. The Saudis are circling. Um, I don't think he's that type of guy to take that. I don't think he'll bother. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he'll bother. <laughs> So yeah, um, yeah, fuck this off. Uh, yeah, we could go five points clear. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, rest in the 60s. Yes, all that, all that shit. Uh, haven't really played well, but nobody else is playing well either. Um, yeah, we're not playing well, but everybody's playing slightly shitter. Um, and they've got the the encumbrance of European endeavour. So. Let's see how it goes. I mean, as long as this thing keeps going, keeps keep winning, we're, we're absolutely fine. I've got nothing to say basically of the team because yeah. it's all the same yeah, yeah. fuckers anyway. Um, uh, Crystal Palace is going to be fun, um, but apparently Son has never played at Selhurst Park. Really, I can't be right. The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production in association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes. 